Hey, hey, everybody, it's Tim Gillette, and we're back with another episode of the Tim Gillette Show. And I've got a special guest for you today. Now, now my good friend David, uh, David Fagan, has been introducing me to some really cool people, all right? And, and Brandy Vale, who I'm going to talk to today, all right, is one of them, all right? And it's, 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 uh, I know very little about her, very little. And I'm going to find out all about her on today's show because I love doing that, getting to know people while recording it. What a cool idea for a podcast. So let's, uh, you know what I mean? Let's bring her on screen and find out all about her. Hi, Brandy. Hi. Yeah. How are you today? I am feeling balanced and whole, and uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> where, where is here for you? Because I don't even know where you live, first of all. Sure. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm outside of Hollywood, right where all of the showcasing goes on. But I'm in this place called Hancock Park, which is old Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and have you lived there your whole life or is that, that, that just where you ended up? No, I'm from Florida, South Florida. I went through hurricane Andrew. So that moved me up to central Florida. Then I moved to LA through a series of events and, and modeling and swimwear and so on. And I stayed here because it's sunny and people are fun. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, well, wait a minute. South Florida has got some fun people in it too. Just saying. <laughs> Oh, I, I could go all day long with my mentality about moving from Florida to LA. They're they're both the same in their own unique ways, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm a northeaster. I grew up in the northeast, and I moved to Texas, and I'm saying like, this is home. Now, I love visiting LA, but this is home. Do you feel that way about LA now? Like, this is home. Yes, I'm. I moved in '96, '97, and then I had my first child almost in a year after that. And I never thought about moving back to. Uh, I would never move back to Homestead. I mean, I loved you guys, but <laughs> uh, you know, it was definitely a farm scenario, agriculture. And then I moved to Miami, so it was party scene. No, yeah, LA is definitely home. Sure. Yeah. And it's funny how, you know what I mean? As we, as we go through life, all right, some of us uh, have to uh, have to leave where we're from to go find the better world. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, wait a minute, this is the better world now. You're, you know what I mean? It, it seems like you, you're that way too. <laughs> I, well, I love strange story, but fun and, and somewhat personal. I don't think I've ever shared this on a, an interview. So only here today. Right now. So when I first moved here, I was a, I was doing swimwear modeling. I mm -hmm. was all over billboards and I was, you know, with Hawaiian Tropic and many other magazines and in the surf industry, very well known. And at the same time, I just didn't want to always be in a bathing suit. So when I'm in Miami, you're always in a bathing suit. It's just what it is. When I moved to LA, I thought, oh my gosh, I was 21 at the time. I go, oh my gosh, people wear makeup going to the 7-Eleven here. Hold on, they do their hair. And I thought, oh, this is great. I want to move there. Because <laughs> in a homestead, I mean, flip flops and just, you know, just, you know, it's, it's not hot. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and I, I grew up in the North. All right. To me, all of that sounds great because all I got, kept thinking was half the year I was bundled in six coats and long johns. So <laughs> well, there anyway, you are. It, it, it's funny how, how our, our worlds change. So 
So, Brandy, I mean, I really want to find out about you and your business and how you got here. All right. And then, you know, I also want to find out, I mean, struggling in hard times because that's part of what we're doing this season. We want tips from you on hard times. So, uh, first of all, what, what is the business you are in right now? So I work with high level leadership to help them tap into their subconscious mm -hmm. and in order to actually make a business plan for them now, which is really helpful in these times, as you can mm -hmm. imagine. There's a lot of confusion, disillusion, and lack. That mm -hmm. whole fear mentality is creeping in. So I take spirituality and mindfulness to the next level of intuitive business consulting. Uh, I have three campaigns currently running. I'll give you some examples. One of them is 60 Million Youth Summit for the United Nations, focused on helping youth have a voice and activating them. So um, I'm working in technology in order to capture that level of data. And then of course, behind the scenes, I'm doing all my, my, my spiritual work with the leadership of those technologies. So to simplify what I just said, I know it can get confusing. To simplify is I work with leadership mm -hmm. to do the big work mm -hmm. in the field so that they can see and connect to their heart that their sole purpose is realigning the world we want to live in. Mm -hmm. So real social impact, real impact projects. Um, but I get to just do what I do with the gifts that God has given to me. Well, well, I, I mean, to me, that is like the greatest statement I hear from anyone. I'm just going to do uh, what God needs me to do with the gifts he's given me. And I love that mentality. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right there is just like the statement of the day. I'm going to put that one in. That's my quote or writer down or quote from you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, uh, so what got you started in this? What, what made you go from swimsuit modeling to this? <laughs> I like that we started our interview with that because uh, the, the truth of the matter is no one is who they were yesterday. Mm -hmm. We all evolve and who we are becoming has a story right? And so I went through a car accident in 2005, and it changed my entire world. It showed me what I'm here for. I had a triple, a quadruple concussion, speech impediment. Um, I pretty much had to relearn the brain and mobility. And uh, it, it taught me a lot about the energy body. Because if you've ever been through trauma, then you'll understand that trauma helps you go deeply inward mm -hmm. and go like, why me? How me? Who do I trust? Is this the doctors that are going to heal me? Or is this a higher level of consciousness trying to seek its way through me? And gratefully or gracefully, I was a Christian at the time. So I had all this knowledge about supernatural powers and healing but I had no idea what I was about to go through as a, as a conduit of the light mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the next phase. So that took me through understanding the DNA strands and vibrational fields and sound wave frequencies and binaural beats and neural pathways. And I can go on and on and on of how I work with clients now, but I had to learn it firsthand. And that was how I got healed. You know, it almost... It almost, Brandy, reminds me of the, the the John Travolta movie, Phenomenon. It's like something happened that make you go, wow. 
You know what I mean? There's a whole world out there. It, it, was it like that coming out through it or, or was it a slow process in your. They, uh, the pivot for me was when I grabbed the scans from the last doctor after three years of going through numbing out of Vicodins and Somas and Neurontin and all kinds of drugs to say, mm -hmm. um, I'll never be the same again. And told me, stop doing yoga, not to run. And I remember grabbing those scans from the doctor. I, I had the sign when I walked in. It was this little Buddha statue. And I looked at him and I looked at him and he said I was going to have to have this surgery. And I grabbed the scans. I have no idea what came over me. All I know is one of those hot flashes. I grabbed mm -hmm. him and I said, if my God can create this whole world, then I can do this too. Mm -hmm. This is nothing. I, I was so mad because... I wanted my life back. Yeah. I'm, I'm young, vibrant, strong. I can do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So at that point, took some pain medicine, started running, started stretching, started chanting. When I started to chant, it wasn't because I was like, how we are today. We have a lot of knowledge today about chanting and sound. No, I was on my own. Mm -hmm. um, I prayed over the bathwater. So from that phase of grabbing the scans, to exercising and proclaiming my health. These are the, if you're hearing me, these are the keys to healing. This is what I teach my clients. You must proclaim your own sovereignty mm -hmm. over your body, your own dominion. Proclaim it, ask for it, next key, ask for it. Show me the way, show me the guidance, show me where I need to heal. And then um, I started praying over everything, right? The energy of my bath water. I started visualizing color in my bath water and I would get into this hot bath and here's where it all happened, where the voice came in. <laughs> um, I love this story. So I'm in the bathtub, I prayed over it, very hot water, I just scolding. I would get in it and all of a sudden I started breathing and I would hear, it's coming through my breath and I like jump, you know, then I hear, it's okay. We're here to help you. And that you, you can only imagine I was raised as a Christian. So we don't pray to other gods and we don't, you know, do sound bowls and stuff like that. Like all I remember is I was scared and they said, okay, we're here to help you. And then I said, oh, well then I'll try it again. <laughs> so I closed my eyes, I took a deep breath and the field of energy rushed me. I was out of my body and I could feel clicking in my body. I could almost feel the manipulation of my lower spine, my neck all at the same time. And something still unbeknownst to this day, um, came in and started to recalibrate my system. And I had other stories happen after that, mm -hmm. um, which has led me on this supernatural pathway of love and healing and enlightenment. And so. uh, it, 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 you know, hearing the voices and hearing that, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is I'm like this analytic person. And in my mind, I would like jump and take over. I, you know what I mean? To be able to let go and listen, I, I'd have a tough time with that. So, I mean, I got I to gotta hats off to you on that because mm -hmm. I'm like Mr. Control. And I would be like, okay, well, are these the right voices? Are these the wrong voices? Uh, I, I would analyze it. Um, 
and I assume that's stuff that like your clients now come to you and say, well, you have to tell them, well, this is what you listen for. This is what you don't listen for. Is that true? That's your spot on. So I help my clients listen to their inner guidance through a series of activations. Mm -hmm. And those activations can be mantras or they can be sounds. It's literally the voice I heard, by the way, is just me. Okay. I know that gets really deep on the philosophy, but it's also very logical. It's just you <laughs> reminding you that you are many yous. Okay. Um, <clears throat> with my clients, when we have confusion, say over a project or relationship or money or something of this nature or, or stuck energy, which is, can be disease. If you really breathe into the area that is causing you challenge, you can make a patterned interrupt, which is neurology. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the synaptic encounter of that neurology has set a belief. Yeah. And a lot of us are programmed to believe things outside of us our natural healers, our gods, or whatever it is. But when you let go, and you said the right words, thank you for that. When you let go, the neurology, literally, the neurology, I have my brain here, the neurology will just ease, and it will set its place so that true balance, which is harmony, which is what your system needs on an ongoing basis is to be still and listen because something innate now innate is, I won't get into too much uh, coaching here or, or, or share, but innate qualities of us is total, absolute ecstasy and bliss where we become one once again. And some people call it the Holy Spirit. Some people call it, you know, the bliss state, but really it's a hormonal adjustment to your body's physiology where you can get out of your mind for a moment and just be. Hmm. Said a lot there, I know. Uh, well, uh, you know, again, I I'm finding this all, uh, again, it's an awakening to me. Uh, which is what I would think that would be uh, what what you went through, and you said this was like the 2005 time frame when this this started opening, right? Yes. Um, by then, did you did you have how old is your 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 children now? You're, did you have kids then? I did. So my son, when I was in the car accident, was seven, six or seven. He's mm -hmm. 21 now, mm -hmm. and my my youngest is five, but. Um, your question, did I have a child? Yes, I did. And he had to go through all this with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you, 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 your child having to go through this. All right. Um, and, and you now, I mean, you're learning something, you're coming to a new awakening and now are you going, okay, I need to teach my child this. So my child doesn't have to wait till they're in their twenties or thirties to figure this out. I love that you're asking this. <laughs> so I remember and this is great for parents out there right now who are waking up. A lot of humanity is waking up to their true self. Like, who am I? What am I here for? You know, like that's the gift of this um, shift. Mm -hmm. When you have an awakening of that sort, it happens almost overnight. And, you know, for me, it was the car accident, but overnight in the sense that I looked, I'm driving one day, I looked behind me and my son was sitting there and he was 
six or seven. And that was the first time I fell in love with him. Mm. You understand? Like I had a baby at 21 or 22. Yeah. And the first time I really, really saw him for the first time was when I fell in love with myself. Cause you can't love another unless you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And that level of awareness, just, I remember I saw him just sitting in the back seat and I just, you know, buckets, of course, you know, like, oh my gosh, where have I been? Where wow. have I been? Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you get that feeling though now uh, with, you know what I mean? Loving yourself, you've learned to love your child and now you get a client who wakes up. Do you get those same tears of joy? I'm just curious. Oh, I do. I cry with my clients all the time. I mean, I'm, I wish um, a little more people were kind of chiming in. I'm sure they will in the future. But the aha, sometimes these breakthrough moments are happening left and right. I remember one client and uh, tears of joy, of course, you know, because she just fell in love with herself. But I will say, when you do that, not everything is going to be the same. Mm. You know, I had a good feeling with my son in the back car seat, but sometimes when you fall in love with yourself, maybe your beloved isn't going to love that so much. Mm. Right? So things will shift around you when you start to change. So I come in and I help my clients know when the shifts are going to happen and to help guide them through it so that they can take everyone with them. Mm. right because yeah. low frequencies will stay in low frequencies if you're in low frequency if you up level your frequency meaning that you're in joy and you're in happiness you're letting go you're doing exercise you do whatever it is mm-hmm. not everybody's going to go with you yeah they might actually not like that <laughs> so i teach them linguistical codes of how to communicate how to breathe how to take people through a process with them and then slowly integrate them into who they are as their new you. Cool. Um, well, uh, you know, some of the things that I was wondering about this, all right. And, and your journey and in this, this particular uh, series that I'm doing with my podcast is tough times. You know what I mean? I'm asking people about some of the tough times that they've gone through in a car accident is pretty tough time. Um, but like your clients, uh, what is the, some of the guiding points you give to your clients in tough times when they, when they sit there and they look at things like, oh man, I've got, I've got to stay at home for three months because I'm in quarantine. <laughs> and you're like, uh, really, that's nothing compared to, you, in your mind, you want to go, that's nothing compared to what I've been through. But how do you help them deal with tough times? First and foremost, turn off the media. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, when you choose to turn off the media, now you can go back to it. And I, I suggest we go back to current events so we understand where we're at as a, so, a society. But first and foremost, shut off the media and learn who you are first. Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy process, but there are practices that you can do in order to change the brain. And when you get into this state, and what I loved, I loved about this time is stillness Mm -hmm. like self-reflection is so important when you scan your body and i have those trainings that i do scanning your body and you start to go i'm actually thinking about all these things are they mine are Mm -hmm. are they his or hers or theirs are these mine so you get into this radical self-reliance 
an observation, okay, no, that's not mine. That's not me. And so I have them put that out and I have them journal about it or write it on a clipboard and allow them to take what's not theirs and put that onto paper. Sometimes we do uh, a dedication to back to the earth of these thoughts or these ideas and we do a ritual with it, set the fire on of the paper and let it go back to ashes to ashes. Um, getting back into wholeness, physical, emotional, and now what's next, Yeah. right? Because when you get to the physical, how am I doing physically? How am I doing emotionally? Mental health is number one rapid right now, importance. And now what am I going to do with the current state that I'm in? This is where I'm at with a lot of my clients now. Mm -hmm. This is the willpower to create things. When you understand where you are physically and emotionally, then you can move forward. Mm. And only then. Otherwise, you're a hamster on a wheel, believing a lot of things. Yeah. So, I mean, so that, that, you know, I mean, that, that number of being awareness where you are, all right, level where you are, all right, and then moving forward. Uh, do you have like levels or steps you work with them on, or is this an all, uh, or, or, or is this a, a, each person's a different path? It's a process. Um, there are, I use seven processes mm -hmm. and they align with chakras. If you're familiar with chakras or your audience, they're energy zones of the body. Mm -hmm. So I help my clients. The benefit of my clients, they get to be highly intuitive when they work with me. So now they're really in tune, right? So vibrationally in tune, each chakra represents chakra one is root. Right. I won't give away all of my my teachings here, but I do want you got to give away some. But we got to we got to yeah. give it just enough so they want to come connect with you afterwards. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there, there's yeah. so many. There's so many. But the, 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 the elevation is know that their chakra one is root, mm -hmm. which is material world. It's the most physical space we live in. So if your phys if your house is all discombobulated and there's things that are stored in your hoarding like toilet paper crazy <laughs> <laughs> then there's something else going on safety security fear lack right there's like oh no 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 protection then you get in the emotional body and the emotional body relative to the physical world we say am i sad am i fear what's truly going on emotionally and then you get to the root of the cause, right? If something is happening in your emotional body, typically it's happening in your physical body, mm. right? Disease, inharmony. And then when we get into the third chakra, which is all about creation points, taking one thing, how we feel in, from the real world, we create from that place. So, we create from the place where we feel from what we observe in the physical. Mm -hmm. So if we're feeling great, then we create from that great place yeah. and we share it. If we're feeling sad, well, you're gonna create from that place as well. And that's mm -hmm. just the bottom portion of the body. That's a, a really where most people are until they wake up, then they move into the heart. Mm -hmm. Now the heart gets into place of collaboration where you and I are and our, uh, our event that we were on the last couple of days with David, people are in collaboration, organization, joint venturing, right? Mm -hmm. Community. 
common unity. So I, I like to say it's the crossing over of the heaven or the ethereal and the earth, the physical, the most real. And so in that crossing over, you have the four corners. Mm -hmm. And in the four corners, you start to say, okay, we can let go and we can forgive. We can let go and make more space. We can let go and have trust. Mm -hmm. These are big words for humanity. Trust uh, that all is well. These are big leaps of faith, right? Faith. So, you know, when we get above the chest and the heart, this is emanating 70,000 nadis of frequency codes if you work within the yogi philosophies. Mm -hmm. So many different. I love it. I, I want to do it for everyone all the time. Teach these impactful energy, creative. We're always going to have enough. Yeah. And more philosophies. Well, I mean, you, you I want to go on a different path with this now. I mean, you, you said you, you know, you learned to tune into your own body and stuff like that, but yet you're helping others. Do you yourself or have you had a mentor that basically helped guide you through finding out what was right and wrong or was it all in you? Well, I remember somebody said, go and get this book, Hands of Light, Hands of Light by Barbara Brennan. And I did not put that book down for almost two or three years. I took that book everywhere with me to the gym, to the sauna. To, it just was exactly what I already knew. And my reverend, Reverend Michael Beckwith, he's just- oh, yeah, like, I know, I know Michael, yeah. Yeah, he's the love of my life in this way of like, we get it. We just know, you can't explain it, but it just is. And uh, the secret, the secret wasn't the secret when the secret came to me. The secret was the science of getting rich. Mm -hmm. The science of getting rich was written by Wallace D. Waddles. So I found my mentors in books and I found them through my, my reverend. I mean, his language was <laughs> so real. It was, I guess the best way I can put it is the visceral effects of the language changed my, my DNA. And I never, that and Burning Man. <laughs> oh, wow. I've never gone to Burning Man, but I, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of friends who have. And, and yeah, I hear it's a very, you know, awakening experience to be at too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So burn, if some people say Brandy went to Burning Man and never came back. I ended up writing my United Nations speech on how to move an audience to a greater purpose. Mm -hmm. I was uh, three times an ambassador for the sharing economy through Lyft, Time, Time Republic, which I want to give, give our audience um, access to this time banking process, and um, an Airbnb. These three new world economy tools taught me a lot about gifting and the laws of reciprocity. Mm. which is where we're at now. So where we're at now in our economy is very social ecology and moving to what I call the digital asset world. I don't want to go too big on this call, but we are in transition now. We should, we should pay attention. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just wrap and, and say, I've known this for almost 20 years and my car accident wasn't just a car accident so I can have these fun te techniques. My car accident 
was on purpose so I could help the ecosystem of our, our world, the economy. So I've been working with that level of leadership between blockchain technologies and ledger and fintech. And now we're gonna see it over the next 10 years, how to use digital assets to really create the world we've always wanted to live in. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you listed in there that, you know, you know I mean, it was the books that you turned into. Um, I have a book that I do. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Have you ever seen this one? The I Game have. Life. Yeah. yeah. I, I bet you I've given away a, a hundred of these copies of this book. I, I, I always had one with me. And then as soon as I found someone who, who was like, well, they're going through something. Well, here, here's a book for you. You need to read this book. That was mine. It. Just you, like that one, this was mine, yeah. Yeah, you telepathically communicated that with what where I was going. Yeah. I made a hundred copies of a manuscript that was a copy from one of my clients. He goes, girl, his gay fashion designer, girl, you need to read this. And he mm -hmm. gave it to me. I read it in two and a half hours. I went and made a hundred copies and I handed it out to those who were ready. And then I made another hundred copies. My mom thought I was a part of a cult. Because <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the secret, you know, back then with the Christians, they maybe I was a little overboard. I copied a CD ROM and put a prayer around it and sent it all to my family. <laughs> wow. Of the secret. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, now I, no, I have a friend here. Uh, he was when I was in the car wash business, he was a customer of mine. But when he, uh, when he, 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 he was a non Christian, he came to know uh, Jesus and that was an awakening for him. And he would do things because he was trying to be a godly father. And every year he would find a book that was meaningful to him. And he would buy a case of them and wrap them all individually. And like every guy that came into his life here, God just said for me to give you this book this year. Yeah. Like that was his same thing. I mean, he, he, he would do that. And, and that, that was, it's almost like you passing of the wisdom. You know what I mean? We find it and we want to pass it. Yeah. So I'll share this with you. Mm -hmm. So it goes, it goes further because when I do transcendental meditation and I channel, I channel right. Wallace D. Waddles literally came and spoke through me in his voice. Okay. And so all the writings that I write behind the veil, I, I started publishing some of them on YouTube. We haven't released all of them because we're, redoing some of the production but behind the veil is these writings of these channels of the abundance keys mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they are principles very much like science of getting rich very much like the secret because when you understand the laws and the principles like i said laws of reciprocity how this works you become self-governed and nothing can get to you not the IRS, not the government, not the vaccines, not all these things that people are concerned with because it's a higher level of consciousness of creation point where people call miracles are not miracles. Mm -hmm. They are molecules moving for a long time we call mana. So a lot of my writings are giving out these metaphysical keys, these principles, these laws of the new world economy uh, to help people materialize what they need when they need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and, and again, I, I was. This is. I think this was just one of the most uh, awakening of 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 
interviews that I've ever done. Uh, because I, again, I, I research very little about people and then I want to find out about them on the broadcast. And I think this is cool the way I found out about you. So, um, Brandy, I mean, is there places that people can get a hold of you and, and a best website they can find you at? Sure. Um, you can go to brandyvale.com and most of they'll take you wherever you need to go once you're there. Um, and also my YouTube, since we're rebuilding that, the mindful mentor, Brandy Vale. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, of course, everywhere on Facebook and Instagram, same thing, Brandy Vale. It's very easy to find me out there. And, and I just looked and I realized that we're not friends on Facebook. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I got to connect with you now. <laughs> it, you know, it's interesting. Although we're speaking about my true work, these, yeah. this is what I've been doing for at least a de decade. Yeah. I don't have any of this on my websites. Wow. <laughs> because I, you know, for why say what's already there? People, mm -hmm. you know, they want what they want when they want it. But with if you're if you find me and you work with me, it's you're you're there on purpose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, and I believe that. I mean, we find uh, we when what is it is when the when the when you hear that statement when the student is ready to learn the teacher will appear. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, I fully believe that uh, when I was younger, I didn't, but I, as an older person now, I, f I believe that because so often I'm like, okay, I need to learn this. And all of a sudden the, the, the person who knows it comes into my life or, uh, you know what I mean? Or something is dropped on my lap or something like that. Or, or I, I go to an event like we were at the last couple of days and I connect to someone who has the tools for it. And I'm like, it's just, to me, that's it. You know what I mean? We just, we just go about using the gifts that God gives us. All right. With with what he gives us, we go do the tool, go to do the work with it. And he brings us the students when we're ready for them and when they're ready for us. I like to refer to this process as emergence. Mm. Emergence. And I just I had a call with Riley. Um, he's beautiful. I think he was on our call last couple of days. And he's also Buddhist. And so he, I was sharing with him some of my writings and he goes, this is very much like Buddhist. Did you read this and that? And I said, no, this is what's coming through me. And when you have emergence, the emergence is actually creation point. And I teach about creation point to my clients because it's not a push or a pull economy. It's more of a collaboration where that itself is the act of creation, which is fundamentally, fundamentally is fun. <laughs> fun, duh, <laughs> mentally fun. When you're not looking to get something or give something, but you're just doing it in flow state. That's when great things happen. Yeah, so, so true. Well, I, guys, I mean, for those people watching, you've got to go over to Brandy's website. You've got to get a hold of this girl, all right? And you got to connect with her. Uh, Brandy, I, I've had a joyful time getting to know you on the show today. All right. And I'm looking forward to seeing you more. Uh, and I, I noticed one comment popped up there. Uh, uh, Bob Donnell, you know, Bob. Yes. He's, I, I love you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bob too. He's a great, great friend. And and I always love it when he, he tunes in and, and I find out it's somebody else that him and I know together. Anyway, that I, has happened a lot in my world with Bob. Yeah. When I met Bob, I immediately we knew we didn't say anything. We just we knew that we were coming from the same star system, if you will. And right away. And then I learned about his books and his work. And we were at the city gala 
yeah. uh, where we we met, I believe the first time. So yeah, no, I'm, I love him very much. Yeah, uh, I remember when he had the beach house, and I used to go to the beach house when I was in town to visit him. Yeah, I loved him so. Yeah, um, and my daughter used to work for him, like many many years ago. My daughter was one of his assistants. Yeah. You know, this is uh, interesting, kind of off topic, but re relative. Yesterday, I had a call with David as an a day before yesterday. David did an interview pre-event mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, for Top Talent JV, and Richard Rope came on, and Richard <laughs> Rope was one of the clients that I had just worked with a week prior. Well, Richard had shared a story with me that day, which is a couple of days ago, that his son had... Um, attempted suicide mm. and David didn't know that Richard was going to share this on our call. David didn't know that I had been seeing Richard as a client, which was referred to me through David. Literally, I shouldn't have been on that interview when Richard was there and David had no idea that this whole background story, let me shorten it for you. I shared with Richard, some things that were on the way intuitively in our intuitive consulting session. And so he had the tools. I have a wonderful uh, testimonial from him from that interview. He said, if we didn't have the time together prior to that, he, he knows that that's a reason why his son had survived. Mm. He knew that the work that we did and he had, was prepared for it. So it's these levels of support that I'm out there to give to the people who are ready to go to the next level. Like let's just all clear and cleanse and do the good work and and trust and trust that we're all designed for each other in some way, shape, or form. Cool. Cool. Well, Brandy, I've I've enjoyed having you on the show. And uh, I like to close my show out though with a little game. Have you heard about my game? I'm going to hear about it now. <laughs> I make up a list here of about nine things that are called this or that. Um, some of them are fun. Some of them are randomly picked in my randomizer. So it, it, it they, they may not relate. You may go, huh? but most of the time people know them. So I've got to, and they're, they're, they're geared towards the person. So, but I have a couple I start off with and I have a couple I end with. My start off question is always Star Wars or Star Trek. Ah, oh, I'm a Libra. I want both. <laughs> <laughs> They're both good. Yeah. Um, I would say Star Wars, yes. Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um in the in the days of learning we are are in now, would you rather listen to a podcast or read a book? Oh, listen to a podcast. I'm Audible Girl, a thousand. Points. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, what is your favorite podcast you're listening to right now? I'm curious. Oh goodness. I don't really have I mean, I listen to a lot of YouTube. So no. I don't have one. I have no idea. I'm listening to a micro podcast and uh, an NPR one, the way I, the way it's made or something like that. Those are my two favorites right now. Well, so. I like Tom's um, theory show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Next one here is kind of a girl question that I've slips in for the girls. And that is, would you rather wheel heels or boots? Boots because I love transformational festivals and I, I'm a festival junkie, I guess you could say. Uh -huh. So boots. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cowboy boot type guy anyway, so I get that. Um, are you a morning person or an evening person? Morning. Morning. How, how early do you get up? 4.30. 4.30 to 5. Not all the time, but I definitely, certain 
parts of the the uh, the moon days, yeah. I'm up and I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah, like my wife is up at like 6 a.m. our time. Uh, I don't get up to like eight, and I but I don't go to bed till midnight or 1 a.m. So it's like she goes to bed at like 9 30, 10 o'clock. It's just yeah. two different things. My next one is food related. Next few is food food related, and that is the taco or hamburger. Neither. <laughs> Neither. God, where where do you live? No, just Texas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I guess if you can say I wrap everything in a corn tortilla, so spinach and kale and yeah, know. that's yeah, you know. That's it's like you know, you know. Are you vegan? I don't know. I didn't ask that. Are you, you vegan? Vegetarian. Vegetarian. So everybody comes around and says, "Well, I don't do parent because I'm, I'm vegetarian or vegan." And I'm like, "Dude, have you had a vegan taco? Like these yeah. things are awesome." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not vegan, and they're awesome. <laughs> Everything is a taco then for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Next one here is kind of a musical favorite. All right. If you were looking at the band Van Halen, would you like the David Lee Roth version or the Sammy Hagar version? David Lee Roth, because you know, Leotard. <laughs> Come on. Yes, I, 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 he was one of my clients when I was producing um, Golden Globe and Oscar events. I, he is one person that I would love to interview. And, and the idea of this, this or that comes from watching Sammy Hagar's TV show, by the way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, next one here. All right. Are you a beer person or a wine person? Wine. Wine? <laughs> Red or white? I have not touched a beer in years. Okay. Um, white, white, yeah. yeah, or rose. Oh yeah, so we've gotten a, a rose out of a out of Sacramento, out of a winery in Sacramento. We keep getting too. It's called like Dancing Coyote or something like that. Really good rose. We I gotta say, yeah, as a holistic practitioner, and I love my wine. My name is Brandy, so yeah. you know, like Irish, Italian, and French. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when this this lock in, you know. COVID started, I literally was having wine almost every day. I had to, I had to stop having wine. I had to make myself stop having wine because you're at home and you realize, oh, the sun is going down. So it was not good. So for us out there, it's okay to take a break, kids. (laughs) It's okay to take a break. Well, I, I, I mean, I love wines and I love beers, but like you're talking brandy. All right. This is what I drink. Is that te- tequila? Yes. No, it is not tequila. Oh, what is it? <laughs> it is. It is Appalachian Mountain Whip Moonshine. Oh my! <laughs> I'm like a whiskey guy. So, um, and I was out. I was out in California in in February at my friend Craig's house. Craig Duswald. I don't know if you know Craig. And Craig says, "I got a whiskey for you to taste." And he brings it over and he says, "This is like my niece's, my niece's boyfriend's father makes this." So I, I take a sip of it. I'm like, "This is really good." What is it? And I look at the jar. It's Wayne Gretzky's Canadian whiskey. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. Anyway, yeah, I'm a whiskey guy, but yeah, we love wine too. That's funny. Um, yes, I. But yeah. but yeah, I take breaks every now and then. Like I'll go like six to nine months without drinking anything. But I mean, you know, it's it's funny how some people are like, you know, I've got to have this every day. Me, it's, 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 it's in moderation and it's, you know what I mean? It's what the cycle I'm in. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel that way too. The cycle. If I'm in a certain cycle, I'm like, okay, I, I don't need to drink right now. Well, and I, it'll, it'll be months before I pick up a drink. Well, I'm happy you're talking about this. A lot of people out there are, you know, testing their limits on all kinds yeah. of things and also numbing out and also becoming very spiritual. It's a very interesting balance. Yeah. Um, when I, 
when I first started channeling, mm -hmm. excuse me, when I first started channeling, I asked spirit, I said, is this okay that I like wine? <laughs> like I had an issue with me liking wine, mm -hmm. um, not to get drunk, but just because I would just enjoy the experience and the sun, you know, and spirit gave me the channel of Dionysus. Mm -hmm. Now, I thought that was strange. So I had to look up Dionysus just to make sure I understood. And it was the God of wine. And I was like, you're so funny. <laughs> so just looking at, is it okay or is it not okay? Well, everybody has their reason why they're consuming. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a reason why they're consuming. And if you're, if you're okay, then you're okay. But if you're not, then check in with yourself. I would definitely suggest checking in with yourself on your moderation. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and I, and I do, I, I have a couple of people on the show who, who on my show who've been like alcoholics. So I don't ask that question. I, I, I switch it and ask coffee or, or, or tea, you know, instead. Uh, but yeah, it is, it's something that to me, especially to a spiritual minded person like you, you understand the ideas of, you know what I mean? When you're, when you're tapped into a higher being, you can control a lot more and people don't, I don't think they understand that. And you probably find that true in your practice. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. When you, and I, I will say there are moments where because I feel so much, I'm highly empathic and I'm hearing a lot of different things from people and um, not saying words, <laughs> it's just <laughs> in the field. Uh, a glass of wine for me felt like, okay, I can drop it a level, mm -hmm. right? Because it is, it is a biological adherence. It literally can start to make things a little bit more muted. As you know, people will go too far become intoxicated and numb out. Same thing with marijuana. So if you're using medicines in a certain way, again, hormones will change and psychologically your your reality changes so it could look different to you. Mm. Yeah. So like you said, tapping into that high level of conscious, you get clarity right away. You don't buy into some of the stuff that you're hearing on the news. You just don't, you can't. Yeah. No. This has been great. I've never gone this in depth. All right. On my quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. Oh no, it's fine. It's th that's why it's meant to do. It's meant to strike up conversations about life. So my next one I have on here is a, a war. It can be a war. And that is the toilet paper. Does it go over on the roll or under? Oh, I, w I wish my beloved was sitting here. He'll, I'm going to have him watch this piece. Darling, the toilet paper goes over, <laughs> over. I, ha I remember Oprah Winfrey talking about her and Stedman. There was only one constant with her. She's like, I don't get it. It's over. You put the toilet paper over. It goes. <laughs> I, some of the classic things I've had on this one was a lady. I had a lady from New Hampshire. Uh, her name is um, uh, Cammie Baker. I don't know if you know Cammie. Cammy said, you know, if I'm dating a guy and if I go to his house on the third time and I switch that role from under to over, I break it up with him. This is not meant to be <laughs> like, okay. No, I, I love this. I have a five-year-old and I, I share with my beloved, uh, my clients, your children are your future self. Yeah. Okay? If your child is acting up, something in you is acting up currently, like in the reality time. Mm -hmm. So address that. So Avery comes around the corner the other day. He's like, dad, how do, now I have to put the toilet paper onto the toilet roll. <laughs> and I go, I got him to say that out loud for me. 
Oh. I loved it. I was loving it. All right. So I got one more for you. And that is, um, as, especially for someone who is in the swimsuit industry. All right. It's interesting. I always ask this one in the end and I even ask the girls and that is boxers or briefs. Depends on the person. Depends on the body, right? <laughs> mm, you might be wearing some box goods, you know. <laughs> Well, if it's the fireman's catalog, all right. Some of you girls, all right, have your picks. Yeah. Briefs, short yeah. ones, yeah. <laughs> very tiny. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brandy, one more time, tell everybody your website and make sure that they can find you both on the audio and video version. Yeah, Brandy Vale, B-R-A-N-D-I-V-E-I-L. And if you want to get instant message with me, just go to my Instagram, like my page. I do stories all the time. I love bringing strangers and uh, I'm not stranger danger. I love to meet everyone because everyone matters. So yep. meet there. Excellent. Cool. Thank you. Well, thank you for being on the show today. And uh, to you, the listeners, thank you for tuning in and go check out Brandy. She's awesome. Can't you tell? I mean, come on. She was on the show. Uh, and, uh, she's like my new best friend now uh, after being on the show. Uh, but you've got to go check her out. Go over to her website. Go check out her Instagram as well. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to our both on our YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And I'm Tim Gillette with The Tim Gillette Show. I'll see you soon with another great guest like Brandy. Mm. Bye now. Bye.